0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics
3: The volume. Yo, what is up, Amp? This is your favorite daily college football podcast, Snaps, uh, hosted by myself, T-Bob Bear, and SEC record holder, Mr. QB1 himself, Aaron Murray. Aaron, what's up, brother? Looking faded up. Fresh off a photo shoot, ready to be on the cover of what is it, Brookhaven Boys? What's the name of the magazine? Brookhaven
4: Boys. Uh, (laughs) I'm actually drawing a blank on what the magazine's called right now. Wow, uh, something bucket, 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 bucket. Oh, the Bucket Boys, Bucket Boys magazine, nothing to do with boys, zero to do with boys. There was boys and girls in the shoot, FYI. Oh, really? It was a yeah, it was a Um, Very lovey-dovey, have a good time. What the hell is the magazine called? Simply Buckhead. There you go. Simply Buckhead in stores, June, August, July, August uh, edition. So make sure you get it, blow it up, put it in your house. Yes, yes.
3: Yes. Everybody get a regional Atlanta magazine featuring Aaron Murray <laughs> on the cover on this national football, this national college football podcast. I agree. Every single one of you should find every a one way of you better do it. to get yep. a copy of Simply. If I don't have Simply Buckhead coming to me already, I am going to be terribly upset, Aaron Murray.
4: I'm going to frame okay? it for terribly you, T-Bob. Upset. Don't worry. You're going to get a Good. nice frame Put it right there. of, you know, no blue suit, I did one picture in a banana suit before I took it off the banana suit. And then you get the white suit on top of that as well. So a nice trio, very nice frame for you will be a, a preseason little gift, probably somewhere around the, uh, I'll bring it to sec media days for you. I, I I could not think of a worse gift. Yeah. Uh, like I literally,
3: you really stop and think about it. Like uh, mm. what here, here is a picture of me, Uh, you're welcome. And I guess I've kind of done that a couple of times with my parents, right? You like give them like a picture of your kids and it's like a little less dickish, but I've always found it to be a little dickish. It's, it's, it's like a little narcissistic, but, uh, I would expect nothing less from our QB one. So, but, but Aaron, look, we don't need to start antagonistically here because I need your help. Okay. Thank you. Um, mm, is there a bucket? I was trying to make a bucket joke. I couldn't find one. The point is you've already gone through vasectomy. You've been snipped. And on today's show, we're going to talk about the chopping block, okay? Which college coaches nuts are on the line going into this 2023 season? We have a top 10 chopping block list, but it's all in uh, pursuit of, or it's all because uh, tomorrow at 1130 a.m., I too will be getting a vasectomy. So that's right. It's time to get snipped. So I'm looking for some snip tips, Aaron Murray. Mm. As someone who just went through this, what do I need to know? Like, do I need to completely shave my myself beforehand? Or are they going to shave like, like yeah. what would be your biggest tips for getting snipped?
4: I mean, I would clean yourself up ahead of time just to, just to do it your way. Make sure everything's nice and smooth. And, and, and it's a clear landing spot for the, you know, the scissors to kind of open you up a little bit. Uh, I would, I would, I would attempt to bring headsets and hopefully your doctor doesn't chat as much as my doctor did. Cause I would have been a lot more enjoyable If I could have just put on like a YouTube video and watched golf for that 30, 45 minutes that it was going on, uh, instead of talking about college football with a guy that was literally messing with my cojones and cutting me open. (laughs) Yeah. And barking at me. So that would have been nice. So maybe just walk in there with headsets and just give a thumbs up to the doctor that I'm ready to go and then sit down and just, you know, relax for a little bit. But it's, uh, it's painless. You feel a little bit of tugging when they sew you back up. You can kind of feel the, but other than that it's uh you're in you're out um feel bad for your wife she has three kids she has to deal with all weekend ice ice and ice yeah relax and just drug yourself up man just eat those pills like candy and oh, you'll yeah. be good to go yeah there
3: you go um should did you ever get stem treatment at georgia will that facilitate my recovery should i t- try to get no, some I stem now, my balls, know, know that would not feel good. I no. uh, <laughs> don't know, too, to do stim, you have to like power sure. up your hands and then they like rub you. So obviously yeah. I'm just trying to look for a happy you ending. You do not want anything that,
4: that touched your balls for okay. about okay. A week.
3: So like no yeah. kids in the lap. Like that's not bullshit. No. Like I tell my wife, God, like, no, no. no, no, I cannot.
4: Oh, no. no, really? My son hit me in the nuts about four times that week and it was yeah. one of the worst pains of my life. Yeah. You want nothing to get close to your nuts.
3: Okay. Last question last yep. question um when i'm shaving do i need to go like where's the cutoff is it the bottom of the scrotum do i need to clear my taint out like like where and do, i'm sorry i, mean, I might wish as well just these.
4: do it's like a spring cleaning you just get, okay. give yourself a nice full spring just really
3: go down there okay i mean i did just, just really buy like a, a, a straight clean. safety razor the other day and i'm really yes. enjoying it. i mean look how clean my cheeks get look the my daughter finally get kissed my cheeks groomer. here get the- um yeah you know, look, if somebody wants to advertise with us, I am more than willing to give the Manscaped. product. I am more than willing yep. to give the product a second chance. I did not have a great experience the first time around. So mm. um if, if, if something is supposed to thick. no, 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 if something is supposed to be waterproof, it shouldn't die in the shower. Like it makes no sense that water would ruin it. I, I feel like it was just mm. bis, bit misrepresented, but I'll try to get. I'll try to get. I don't want to get into another tip with Manscaped. So good, dude. Send me another product. I'm I'm you know, I'm always open. To 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 you maybe had to just had a bad batch or something. Uh, so, Aaron, any more snip tips? That's it. Are we ready to get into this list?
4: Let's get into this list. Good luck. Um, right. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You're getting snipped. I just set in my sample this past week, expecting to. I think I'm at the I'm at eight weeks now, so I should be nice. completely clear of okay. Being able so to produce again.
3: Danny Hopefully. raises a good point. Tell me if you think this is dumb. I bought Manscaped. For my wife's birthday, right? Because here was my thought process: it was like women have to shave their legs all the time, right? Yep. I can't imagine that shaving hair off of a leg is any different from shaving hair off of you know a, a pubic mound. And so my kind of idea was, if I get her this waterproof
4: thing, well then she'll be able to shave her legs So that. It'll be like so much easier. Yeah, but it doesn't go all the way down. Like when the women shave, it's like clean shave, manscaping. Yes. Yeah.
3: I I didn't know this. Okay. Yeah. And so yes, sometimes we have to learn hard lessons. I still yeah. contend, though, that it is just as usable for a woman as it is a man. Okay. But that's fine. I'm not ter- awesome. terribly a good gift giver, but I've been I've been I'm been getting better since that moment. Was that a bit of a last second target trip? Yes, it was. But you know what else came out of that last second trip? An air fryer.
4: And you I know what has been a good gift? Face. An air fryer. I would have loved to see her face when she opened up a package to a manscaping <laughs> razor. She was like, "Are you fucking serious?"
3: <laughs> she was not happy, um, and she didn't seem to drive my logic it's either. Worst, which I don't really maybe understand the worst I still, gift of all time. No, maybe okay, that's what Danny said. Time. I think that's I think yeah, that's bullshit. It's so bad. I think that is. That is I think so it's so actually pretty thoughtful. Like, okay, yeah, okay. Horrendous. Even if the execution of the gift is shit, it is thoughtful for me to be like, okay, how can I make. Her date, like, how can I make her life better? Right, like that's all I was trying to do. They, sue me, okay? Fucking come after me, okay? I, I'm like Jesus. I'll take all your arrows, okay? I'll take okay. them. I'll take this arrows. persecution. Where did Jesus uh, take an arrow? Uh, lo- lo- metaphorical arrows, Aaron, and he's taking a lot of them, okay? Yeah. And he, the the point is, I too will stand here and take this criticism and 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 just and just eat it and be upstanding. But it was a good idea, okay? My there heart, Nancy Bob. My heart was in the right place. That's all I'm saying. Okay, And you cannot accuse yeah. me. I may be a shit gifted, but my heart was in the right place. Also, you, you should have seen this video I made for my wife on Mother's Day. We golden sign. Uh, all right. It is time to talk about the top 10 college football coaches whose nuts are on the chopping block. Fwack. Danny put like a little whoosh right there. And like, a, oh, maybe like a Wilhelm scream in there. That'd be so good. Um, Aaron, I know you're not gonna agree with my number one, but I bet you he's on your list. My number one is that some of Neil Brown up yeah. there in Morgantown, West Virginia. I'm over him. Kill you him. know how kill I him. feel about him, him. Okay. My okay. wife's family is all him. from Morgantown. They're West Virginia no. natives, they're good damn people. West Virginia is a state and a Morgantown's a city filled with damn good people, and they deserve better than what Neil Brown has given him. And maybe the craziest part about all of this, we're going to see a consistent theme here throughout this show. First off, do not trust pandemic results, good or bad. Show me the results around the pandemic, and I'll tell you how I feel about the coach. Secondly, uh, I cannot get over how much odd connective tissue there is between Neil Brown and Ed Ogeron, right? Because Neil Brown, of course, is at Troy. He had three really good years at Troy, won 10 games. But what was his biggest win ever there? Beating LSU and Ed Ogeron. Why did he get that West Virginia job? Yes, it was the 10-win seasons, but a lot of it was beating LSU in Tiger Stadium, like a game that you just never ever see. LSU had like an insane out of coverage win win streak going at the time. But um so, so, so he beats Ed O there. He gets the job. And then the reason why I still think he's interested in compared to O is because in 2019, O wins a national championship. He signs an extension. Two and a half years later, he's out. Or excuse me, one and a half years later, excuse me, one and a half a year later, he is out. How much did it cost after going perfect, best college football season ever? How much was his buyout? 17 million. West Virginia went from five and six, I believe, to four and two, to six and four in 2020. Six and four. And they gave Neil Brown an extension. To 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 the point where, if you would have wanted to fire him a year and a half later, the same timeline as O removed from a national championship. If you would have wanted to fire Neil Brown last year, it was going to cost you more than it cost to fire at Ogeron. Tell me Jeez. how that makes any sense at all. He went fifteen at the perfect season. Like stupid. that is awful leadership from West Virginia uh, athletic directors. They they have no money to spend. It's why the AD got fired. They want to fire Neil Brown. They just can't. But I think this year is finally going to be the straw that Brooks Campbell back. The number will come down enough. Neil Brown, get the fuck up out of here, dude! You're already cut. Okay, in my mind, I'm done. I'm absolutely done yeah. with Neil Brown in Morgantown.
4: Yeah, you, you hit all the points there. He's got to go. Losing seasons three of the past four, and, and like T-Bop said, we will reiterate. Like the, the the COVID year does not count for a lot of people. That was just such a kooky year. You got to look past it. Uh, he's got to go. If it if it wasn't for the money, he'd be gone after last season. This is the year. It could be a, a four or five games of the season. Slow start for West Virginia. He's the first coach out. I think he's the first coach that gets fired. I don't think yep. he makes it to the rest of the season. So Neil Brown at hell one. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Yeah, hell yeah, good hell yes, snip him, snip him. All right, uh, I guess I got. I'll, I'll go two. We'll see if we like the two one. I got Tom Allen at Indiana. Yeah.
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, yeah, well, he, so he is on my, at 10, I have like, kind of like unexciting coaches that are also definitely going to get fired. And Tom Allen's one of, one of those names for sure.
4: Yeah. I mean, listen, Indiana is not a a, a place where you feel like you can win consistently. Uh, So it's, it's not like this is this incredible job that he's completely crapped the bed at, but he also hasn't had success since, you know, he lost Pennock. So six and eight over the past two seasons. That's just not good enough to sustain, especially when you know your conference is gonna be getting boatloads of money, when your conference is as good as it is. You gotta play a little bit better than that. So I don't think Indiana's in a spot to have success this season. I think he'll make it through the year. I don't think we're talking about like a Neil Brown situation here right now, but another losing season for Indiana, you make it three in a row. I think he's on his way out after this year. So
3: the only thing about Tom Allen is he had the two good years, right? He went eight and five and 19, but like you said it was with Michael Penix and it was with Kalen DeBoer, right? Yeah. Um, and then in 2020, you were really good in the pandemic, but again, that kind of, we're going to see more and more, it does not matter, but then two and 10 and four and eight. And now the thing is though, after the two good years, they did sign him to a seven-year extension where if he gets fired... He is guaranteed the rest of his contract. So that will be something to watch, but maybe that's why it's an after season decision. But either way, yeah, I feel it very hard to feel like they're just going to take Tom Allen if his record is that bad once again. uh, Okay, so I'm fine with it being number two. Um, And again, I'm not super married to my orders. Like we can workshop that, but number two on my list is Butch Jones, Uh, Bitch Jones, if you will. As uh, you know how I feel about Butch Jones, I think he pulled the biggest home move of all time when he went crawling back to the Alabama halfway house. And not to say that just taking the job at Alabama is bad. I get that. We would all do the same thing. But smoking the cigars in the Tennessee locker room is just one of those karmic moments where the gods do not forget and the gods do not forgive. And Butch Jones, you're you're a loser. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, like I I I have this scene pictured in my head. And by the way, what he's done since I, I can't wait to see who's gonna fall into the, hey, let's make Butch Jones our head coach trap next. Cause at Arkansas State in yep. two years, he's gone two and ten and three and nine. And the visual that I love, Aaron, what I keep thinking about is like like a drug addict who has relapsed. He shows back up at the Alabama halfway house hat in hand, and Saban's kind of like, God damn it, Butch, I was hoping never to see you here again. And he's like, oh, I know. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I just need some help. You know, saving kind of grimaces, (sighs) kind of sighs. It's like, all right, man. Well, you know what? You're always welcome here. Now, go wash the car and get the lake house ready for Miss Terry. Because that's what Butch Jones is going to be doing here in another year. He's going to be back in the halfway house, back waiting hand on foot on his little king, little Nicky. So get the hell out of here, Butch Jones.
4: I'll I'll take that at three. I had Dino at three, but I can move Dino to four. Um, that's how I mean. I had Butch up there too. Uh, I, I like Dino at four. I'll, I'll give you the reasons why. Um, he's he's the offensive guy. You know, he was brought in there to run this unique offense, up tempo, spread you out, score a bunch of points. They they haven't finished higher than seventh in the ACC. In the past four years, in scoring offense, he's thirty six and forty nine overall, nineteen and, and thirty nine, I believe, in conference play. Just not good enough. Like you brought the excitement. You had a good start to the year last year, going six and zero. You finished yep, the season off awesome. one and six. Mm. Um, it, they've been wanting him out. The offense has been stagnant. It's uh, once again, there's not an easy place to win. I get that. They have not had a lot of success since joining the conference, but um, they still have a lot of pride. I mean, that's I. I I know a lot of people there. It's more of my hometown is got a lot of family up there and it's been for 2 years now non-stop bitching moaning on our family group message that yeah. Dino needs to go. He's just not getting it done. I think this is I think he's one of the guys too that you know butch these these guys that are still you know 2 3 years into a contract that that maybe they get through this year, you know whether it's mediocre or not. I think Dino needs a massive year if he wants to keep his job. I don't see it happening. Um I think they're a six and six, seven and five team. Once again, I think that is the final straw for Syracuse. The final move on from Dino Babers.
3: So, what you're telling me is that Dino may be on the brink of being extinct. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No more Dino. 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 Well, a little you like meteor. that four. you go with Dino a little, at
3: four. Uh, college football meteor about to hit him. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm definitely cool with Dino at four. I had, a, I had my, So I, I. I feel like my top five are guys that I know are probably going to be fired. Our top five that we're putting here together right now, we got Neil Brown, we got Butch Jones, we have um, Tom Allen, Dino Babers, and I think Pat Fitzgerald, man. It sounds crazy. A couple of years ago, Pat Fitzgerald, and he's been there forever. And so Mm. maybe it's one of those lifelong jobs that you just let him keep going, but when it got, I mean.
4: JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25%
0: off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older, And they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
3: he is one of the COVID outliers, right? You see in that age of insanity, some people just handled it better than others, but it hasn't been a great indicator of who can succeed when things got back to normal. No. Because while in 2020, Northwestern was very good, and I think they ended up maybe playing for like a share of the Big Ten title, even they lost it or whatever. But if you look at 19, 21, and 22, you're talking about a combined seven and twenty nine record. You're talking about beating Nebraska on the Irish stage last year, getting everybody fired up, only then to lose out afterwards. So um, it sucks. But yeah, I think I think Pat Fitzgerald is. Uh, I, I think
4: he, you know, he is on the for sure chopping block here. Yep. Uh, so I had him six. And I had Justin Wilcox at five. Is Wilcox on your list at yeah. all?
3: Well, okay. So, so here. So after five, I kind of transition into a bit more of these are guys who are under immense pressure
4: because, yes. like, yeah, I'm there's a,
3: Wilcox. There's I had Appley. six. I had
4: six guys that I thought were really good chance of getting fired this year. Then my next four. So I, I think
3: okay, I'm
0: done. Wilcox that. Okay, so was in my Wilcox, list yeah. of
4: like getting fired. My next one. My list after that was more of these guys. I mean, if they. Have a losing season, could get canned, but probably are just going to be on an extreme hot seat heading into the following season. So um I'll keep we'll keep Wolf Wilcox at six, Cal coach.
3: Yeah. So Justin yes. Wilcox at six. I mean, Cal's just and now it's tough because yeah. like and with a lot of these schools, it's kind of like it's tough because what are their expectations? But their expectations are still better than what they've yeah. had. Never forget, there was a time out there when you could have crafted if you looked on NFL rosters. The best fantasy team you could have made would have been all Cal football players, right? Mm-hmm. You would have had Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, you would have Marshawn Lynch and Justin Forsett as your running backs. You would have had Deshaun Jackson as one of your wide receivers. Like they, 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 you know, they had some years there. Yeah. And I would also throw, like, look, I don't want to put him on the list, but like certainly like Jeff Halfley from Boston College, somebody we talked about the other day, he's probably uh, mm-hmm. gone um danny gonzalez new mexico is a name that you constantly see popping up on this list so there are other names out there but now let's get into maybe what you could call relative hot seats yep. guys who maybe aren't being fired but are trending that direction and by far the one who is close to just being on any hot seat to me it has to be mel tucker um it has yep. it was an uh, now but it is you know relatively recent he had the massive pandemic yep, year where everything but, was a right.
4: contract though is it is he that hot with the contract well, they gave but him a but, massive contract.
3: Yeah, but Michigan State fans like Michigan State is football. I mean, I guess you know that. I guess I that's know. not true. They have, they have, they have. They, they, I, I guess that's what kept me of off. I, I agree he's on basketball. the hot seat,
4: but he's they they're paying him so much money. I don't know the exact number of what the buyout is. I just I don't think they can get rid of him. I think they're at a point right now where one, it's still early on in his contract, and two. It's a it's a pretty hefty buyout for him to go buy by. I agree. Like if if the money wasn't an issue, hell yeah, if they had another you know, average season, which it kind of looks like you just lost your your Ooh, your receiver, your top Aaron, receiver to Florida State, you just lost your quarterback to Auburn. What what's the buyout?
3: It ain't it ain't shit. It ain't okay. This is interesting because he is getting nine and a half million a year. Um Wait, hold on. Hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Let me make sure. I'm seeing I'm sorry. I'm I'm seeing a bit. I don't I don't want to comment publicly on the bio quite yet because this this yeah. article feels like it's telling me like two different stories that it might not be that expensive, but then I was also a line that maybe says it is. Uh either way, the overall point is that. Michigan State loves football. They're crazy about football. Go look at the facilities. Uh, they, They were, you know, just a little while ago, they were the cream of the crop in the Big Ten, and now they've fallen in completely hard times. And there's no worse feeling in college football, like literally no worse feeling than feeling like you backed the wrong horse. And if you're a Michigan State fan, how could you not? Feel like that right now, where he used the outlier pandemic year in which he was ahead of curve to jump up, but now you've fallen completely back down. He doesn't have any other good years on the resume to point back on and say, "Okay, well, look, he can do this." Um, it doesn't seem like his players like him all want to play for him. He's got a starting quarterback transferring. Keon Coleman's now going to FSU, which you were trying to fuck with me about um, because obviously Seminole's getting stronger now ahead of the game with LSU to start the year. So, like, no, it's uh, like we said the other day, big trouble in East Lansing, and and I guess. You might be right about the contract. We'll, we'll, i well, will I'll, I'll do my homework here and, and learn the exact details of it. But ultimately, that feeling of feeling like you threw your lot in, like you committed to the wrong guy, it's such a toxic feeling and it breeds so much ill will that you could talk yourself into logical insanity. Something Dan Carlin talks about in the Hardcore History podcast: logical insanity. Looking at World War II, like how do you get to the point where dropping nukes in your mind feels like a humane option? Well, in the same way, you can fucking talk yourself into paying Eighty million dollars to get rid of this guy that you hate. Just look at Tex A&M, who I'm sure we'll be talking about here soon. Yep. So I have I've I mailed Tucker on this
4: list, right. Darren. Who do you have? So I, I I I would have had him where you put him right there if if. I felt comfortable with where the buyout is. So we'll just say that it's, it's. you know, Michigan State fans are passionate enough that they don't really care what it is that they would make it happen. Then I, I'd put him right there too. I do think that he is on the extreme hot seat right now. So we'll keep Mel at seven. Um, eight is one I know you're not going to like. You and I have debated this a couple of times of just where we think he is in his, his career and, and who he is as a coach. But I do think Billy Napier is in a pretty hot spot right now. Mm. We just talked about Florida State. They just got another big transfer. Uh, they got the receiver from Michigan State. They look like they're going to be one of the top two teams in the ACC. Demi Clemson are kind of the two battling out for, for probably winning that conference. George is the best team in America, looking to three-peat. You lose both those games. Both those teams are some of the top teams in the country. And I think Florida is going to be an average team once again. I think Florida is a 5-7, and 6-6 six and six team at best. You do that back-to-back seasons as your biggest rivals are thriving. I think that puts a, and you weren't a power five guy to begin with. I think there's going to be a lot of disgruntled Florida fans out there saying, I don't know if we should have taken him two years ago. Was he ready to move from the group of five to the power five? And we're sick of seeing Georgia have the success, possibly three straight national championships and Florida state doing what they're doing right now. So uh, once again, I don't think that they're good enough this year to have the success, to get him off the hot seat. I don't think Ford is going to necessarily get rid of him after year two, but I think that seat's going to be extra, extra hot after, once again, a 6-6 and season.
3: So the only thing, because I I think you're right about like what the record's going to be, right? Uh, I will say, though, that Andy Staples' piece opened my eyes to a lot of things, right, which is I don't think I quite appreciated how drastically Florida was behind oh, in yeah. terms of facilities, investment, right? They just kind of thought that they could just be Florida and just go win because it's what they had done. Like you said, the culture was established under Spurrier and Urban Meyer was able to continue that. We don't need all these great resources to to still win national championships. And so I think it gave them a false sense of confidence. So they, they were so drastically behind there. He's attempted such a roster makeover, and judging from the language of the AD, I feel like he's at least guaranteed three years. Like, like I know, I know it's gonna be tough, but I feel like he's now. I absolutely year three, Billy Napier, nuts on the chopping block. So yes. you could, he could definitely be one of these guys that falls into like the relative hot seat. But I think he gets a third year, though. Certainly, they have to at least finish stronger. They have to go to bowl game. Season. I think yeah. they go five yeah, and seven. They need to go to a bowl game. Yeah. They have to go to a bowl game at
4: least.
3: Um, but but I do think they want to give Napier maybe a little time to work with these new facilities and everything and see what he can do. Um, okay. Here's nine, 10. one. Uh, so what do we got nine and 10. We only have two spots left. Two spots Shit. left. Shit. I have so many coaches that are on the chop, are my nut chopping block. Okay. Okay. This is help me out here. Who do we put on next? Um, you know who I want on this list? But he probably doesn't Sark. rise above 10. No, no, but yes. Uh, I
4: want Ryan Day on here. I want him at 10. You know, and I I, don't- I agree with this. Not I agree for this. I've said that for him leaving, not necessarily getting fired, but him going bye bye. Is that where okay, you're
3: okay? Well, that's not where I'm at. I just mean in terms of um again, like 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 pressure, like investor confidence, right? Ryan yeah. Day is not getting fired. He's fucking no. incredible. Look at the record, look at the offense, blah, 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 blah. blah. But one thing Ohio State fans are not in the business of doing, at least here in the modern era, is losing to Michigan. I mean, if, if you I mean, Aaron, if you look back, um, well, let me see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, 9, 10, eleven, 12, 13, 14. They were 15 and one previous to these last two years. 15 and one against Michigan. Nothing, we talk about breeding toxicity. Nothing makes a fan base more angry. Than losing the people that you hate the most. Okay. Yep. And that's why Michigan fans are ready to run hardball out of town. All of a sudden now, two years, if you lose three years in a row and you again have all the NFL talent in the world and you again don't win the Big Ten and you again fall short of a national championship, even though everybody gives you the benefit of the doubt and puts you in the playoffs, people are going to be furious. Again, not going to be fired, but it'll become real bad feeling up there in Buckeye Country. So I want, I want a big relative chopping block. For Ryan Day. like, like we're not going to cut his nuts off, but maybe he's going to get a vasectomy, you know? Maybe he's not gonna be able to have kids anymore. He, he Ryan Day needs to be at number
4: 10. If you don't want it, that's fine. We don't have to put him on the list, but I had to say my piece. All right, so I have three that I think can go in these last two spots. So you tell me if you if you're more passionate about these three. I got okay. I got Jimbo, I got Steve Sarkeesian, I got Eli Drinkwitz.
2: Because I am doing this
4: as I'm viewing this as like guys that could possibly get fired the next year or two.
3: I don't think Ryan Day's going to get the fired. The I can't work out the passion. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Ryan day's not going to get fired. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So whatever. I just can't
4: put him on the list for that.
3: We don't have to, Okay. So we don't have to put him on the list, but I I'm glad I got to say my piece. Uh, I okay. can't get there with, I just don't give a shit about firing wits You know, I don't know. Um, Maybe he's on the hot seat, but they were actually kind of good last year. Like they got to fix the offense. Uh, And what do you mean? They they should have been at least seven and six. Like the Auburn game is one of those few games where you can truly say this is what you should have been. And then they could have been George as well. So, I mean, I know everybody can play this game, but you are as close to an eight and five record last year as I could possibly imagine. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm quite there with drink, even though I see his name popping up. Jimbo
4: or Steve. Jimbo uh, or Sarkeesian?
3: I'm definitely Jimbo at nine because A&M okay. is mad enough and angry enough Well, they'll pay $75 million to buy him out, yep. which yep. is what the buyout said. I talked to a bunch of A&M fans at a wedding recently, and they were pissed that A&M actually beat LSU because they felt like it gave Jimbo more lifeblood than they actually wanted him to have. Like They were ready to pay $85 million to buy him out. It still seems insane to me, but Texas A&M needs to be
4: the third best team in the West next year. Yep, I agree. All right, so that's nine is Jimbo. I got 10 at Sark.
3: Talk to me, baby. Feed me. Talk to me. Okay, I just want to make sure that you're good
4: with that. Uh,
3: Well, but there is one other guy on here that I think is even worse than Sark. Who's
4: that? I'll tell you your name. Christopher. Fraud. No, he's still earlier in his career. I don't think he's... I think if Texas craps the bet, like, like, I'll play the scenario. If both teams are seven and five next year, which coach gets fired?
3: Uh, Sark would probably, okay, that's a fair point. Sark would get fired before.
4: Sark would get fired.
3: Because Mario Christopher in an excellent, like, this is how you fail upwards. He set the bar so low in year number one that seven and five would be a two game increase. It's actually right out of the Steve Sarkeesian playbook yeah
4: uh okay i, I for, that, for that point alone i i think i think sark is more in the hot seat than i don't think either get take fired Justin this year
3: wilcox off this list and put
4: christa fraud on no i know you just want to put Christopher fraud on Fraud is not in the hot seat just because you hate him i don't i have no personal feelings towards christa
3: fraud i just it's it's just it there's no excuse you can't be that much more talented than your teammates and have a good quarter. It's not like he didn't have a quarterback. He had the fucking uh, returning ACC like offensive player of the year. Uh, he made he made a, he made a borderline. He made an all conference borderline all American quarterback. Shit, and lost to Middle Tennessee bad. and yeah. went five and seven. And all the while, from a pure recruiting standpoint, and having more talent than majority of his opponents, you're telling me you wouldn't rather shit on that than Jeff Wilcox? Like Jeff Wilcox is a Cal. Justin he Wilcox. Just, whatever. I'm going
4: by guys that I legitimately feel like could get fired after the season. I do not think Chris Ball is going to get fired after this year. I think I Wilcox, care. if they have known back here at Cal, could get fired. His nuts are still on the chopping block.
3: <laughs> at the end of the day, this is just an outside entertainment of show. We need people yeah. that are gonna get headlines on here. I, 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 wanna, I want to I want to I want to use my one, you know, each okay. time we kind of get one put okay. our foot down moment. I want Wilcox off the list. I want I, uh, I would so this Jimbo is the list. Eight?
4: So let me let me let me okay, yeah. let me do me the list. list for you. Okay, here we go. Neil Brown at one. Yeah. Tom Allen at two. Yeah. Butch Jones at three. Dino Babers at four. Pat Fitzgerald at five. Mel Tucker at six. Mm-hmm. Billy Napier at seven. Mm-hmm. Jimbo Fisher at eight. Steve Sarkeesian at nine, and um, Mario Cristobal at ten. Mario Christopher at ten.
3: Okay, I love it. I'm about it. Okay. Um, but do you think, Ooh. so you think, and now Sark is one year further
4: in. You think yes. Sark is at risk of actually getting fired here? Um, uh, The risk of, once again, if they're seven and five, yes. Like it has to be a bad season. And I think that's the teetering. Like if, if, if you're at a part of your career where you have a bad season, is the fan base willing to overlook that season and say, we'll give you another year? Or would that be the 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 essentially the end of your career at that university? And I do think if Texas would have a bad year this year, a seven and five year, maybe even possibly an eight and four season, I do think that seat would get hot enough where they're like, okay, we've given you three years, you've yeah. you, you got you got the roster, and in year three you're seven and five. Uh, uh-uh, that that ain't that ain't gonna cut it heading into the SEC. We got to find someone else.
3: Which year two guy has more pressure? Christofrod or Brent Venables? Because because, because Oklahoma Oklahoma's has been better.
4: Yeah. They're used to winning. Yes.
3: Well, shit. Do we put Venables instead of Christofrod on there then? I mean, heading into the SEC, like if nothing else, Mark Cristobal is going to have the very have friendly more confines of
4: the ACC yeah. to work in. I, I struggle with that. Because I have more confidence that Oklahoma could have a better season than Miami. Okay. Fair. That's, That's why. Good. That's a good separating factor.
3: All right. Then just rubber stamp the list. Boom. We're done. Boom. That is in honor of snaps officially becoming snips. Uh, mm. That is your top 10 uh, college football coaches most likely to have their nuts in the chopping block come this fall. Um, huge thank you. To everyone for joining us here live on app uh, If you're watching on YouTube, heck yeah, we'll be back with our regularly scheduled live YouTube programming next week. Um, wherever you listen to podcasts, you know Apple, Spotify. Please, please, please share with your friends. You all rate review it if you enjoy the show. Obviously, right? Um, because that really helps us grow it and everything. Uh, I do want to give a very special thank you to James Castro Nuovo for uh, holding it down on the production team this week, making it happen with Brum out. huge thank you to Danny Cardenas, Paul Ferry to Pat Gunner, Adam Gracia, as always. Uh, a huge thank you to you, Aaron Murray. Uh, weekend plans, what do you got going on?
4: The wife is going to New York for a girls' trip, so I'm off to the lake with the little ones and the pups so I can get some support from Grandma and Grandpa. Um, Smart. So, yeah. Good get luck there move. tomorrow. I'll be praying for you. Please keep us posted.
3: Well, I'll be praying, I'll be praying for, for you. praying
4: for T-Bob's nuts tonight. I'll be praying for you as I
3: watch the LSU Tigers uh, just crush your Georgia mm-hmm. Bulldogs Take it in easy Athens us, this weekend. Uh, Paul Skeens, you've never seen someone throw the ball like Paul Skeens. Paul mm-hmm. Skeens is about to ram his 100-mile-an-hour fastball too, up too, your too bad it
4: Too bad you guys are a one-hit wonder. You got one pitcher, then after that, Georgia will say
3: Yeah, but we race. got one, Bo. We got one, one, though. One you ain't shot, even got though. one. What does that make you? A no-hit That's wonder? Right. Good. It's, yeah. like, it's like, it's it's like, like, uh, you know, uh, my old man, uh, when somebody would call him a has-been, he said, hi, that's better than it never was, okay? And yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Georgia right now. Uh, I can't wait. I'm actually a little scared because Georgia's actually – did you did you realize how good y'all have been in Athens? You took oh, two or three off of Kentucky, took two or three off of Tennessee. You swept Arkansas, which is yeah. the height of absurdity. So um, we're going to see we go find out. All I know is I'm gonna be snipped up and locked in for the series this weekend. Let's fucking go, dude. Fuck Georgia. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile
2: for you.